Welcome to Mystery Outsiders and Abs. I'm Kevin Weir. I'm Aaron Weir, and this is a Teen Drama Fan Cast. Yes, it is. And we're still doing the OC, because Riverdale is... Still not back. <laughs> I'm assuming. I haven't been checking up on it. I assume you've been. I Well, I looked when it was coming out, so yeah. I know it's not coming out until the teens of January. Okay. Those good old teens. Which means hopefully we can push through to the end of uh, the OC. We might have a, a double update in a week. We'll see. We'll see. You might get Ooh. two... It'll come up on just another day. And you'll be like, something's wrong with my feed. <laughs> and you're like, oh no, I wait. I remember. Aaron and Kevin told me about this. Yeah, you'll have to remember it. Yeah. Yeah. So guys, we're in a new recording space today. It's weird. I'm like very close to Kevin. It's very, it's very, very temporary. It's a very intimate though. Yeah, no, we're uh, we're up, we're, we, we usually, usually we record at a kitchen table. In a dining room. Yep. <laughs> now we're recording in a tiny, tiny office. Yes, with the door open. <laughs> but Kevin, it makes me feel like we should have NPR conversations and talk in our serious NPR voices because we're so close to each other and we're having such important conversations. I mean, to be fair, I do feel less like I have to shout at you. Oh, good. Yeah. That makes me very I happy. I no longer have to talk across a table at you. <laughs> I can sort of, I feel like I can, you know, be a little bit more... A little, more a little bit more chill, a little bit more maybe, relaxed. Maybe the uh, the uh, the audience will will notice that. Maybe, <laughs> who knows? Hey guys, let us know. Yeah, let us know if this uh, if this space makes it seem more chill. Maybe I'm going to do the entire podcast in this voice. Well, I mean, you're still a sa- the same distance away from the microphone, so I know, but my voice is a different quality now. I guess. <laughs> Normally, I'm like, "Hey, here's me doing some talking," but now I'm in my NPR voice. I purely just mean that volume-wise, so everyone can hear you. <laughs> People can hear me. I like, I like do, it. I like to do as little editing as possible in the edit. If I have to go in and bump you up every single time you do your soft NPR talking, <laughs> well, that's just less time out of my day. Eh. <laughs> I'm okay with that. That doesn't affect me in any way. All right, fair enough. Do you want to get into the episode for today? Let's go. All right, so this is episode 24, The Proposal. The Proposal. Okay. So they're watching a movie. They're watching some old French movie. Well, you know, they live in L.A. I guess, yeah. Like, trendy cinemas that show old movies. That's a thing in L.A., for sure. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. they were adults, they could probably have wine while they were watching this movie. It's true. One thing I did notice, I think it's a silly thing to notice, Marissa keeps her bag on while watching a movie. Yeah, I know. <laughs> she just has the strap over her shoulder. I mean, sometimes I keep my bag on my lap if I feel like the movie theater is sticky. Ah, yes. Maybe that's a very sticky movie theater. Maybe. Maybe maybe Ryan spilt his wine, for Ryan is a grown-up. <laughs> Ryan's like, hmm, I'm a grown-up, here's my wine, immediately spills, and Marissa's like, nah, I have to wear my purse. <laughs> Drink wine. I guess he was seeing a, a French subtitle yeah, film. Yeah, so he needed the wine. It looked like it was from, like, the, the 50s? Ni- yeah, the 40s or the 50s. Yeah. It, it looked like it was new color, because you can always tell when, like, color film has just come in, mm-hmm. because they really go for it. And it's, like, misty, and, you know... Very in the vein of White Christmas, it looks like, which I can say because we just watched White, White Christmas. <laughs> well, White Christmas is a good example of the time when uh, color started coming in. And they they're were like, like, whoa, Ooh, color. color, everything's colorful now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, this is not important. No. What's important is the Merce is crying because the movie's sad. And what's important is that Seth is crying. Because the movie's sad. And so is Summer. But Ryan 
has a heart of stone. <laughs> Ryan, well, Ryan came from Chino. That's <laughs> true. This Ryan French knows movie. what real sadness is. And it's not this. It's not this weird French... Maybe it was a new wave movie where, like, nothing really happens in it. They just sadly drank wine and ate baguettes and gave, <laughs> gave each other lingering looks. It seems to imply it's a chick flick. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. this whole episode is about Seth having no manliness. Well, because the, um, uh, the, also because when I watch an episode, go to episode, and then when you check the episode, it shows you all, like, it's actually five scene titles. Yes, and which one is was, crazy. And this one, it said chick flick in it. I'm like, that's not, yeah. that's not actually shown in the... yeah. And it just shows it as a sad... I thought it might be, like, a melodramatic French movie if I didn't see the chick flick thing. Interesting. Interesting. Anyway, Marissa is crying. Ryan is very concerned. Yeah. And then she's like, it's fine. I can see sad movies. And he's like, I know you can. Yeah, everyone's super careful with Marissa because they know... What because they does. know Marissa. But Marissa is not happy they're super careful with her. No, no. No. She's like, I want to have fun. But guess what? She can't have fun. And why can't she have fun? Luke. Yeah. So they're like, what do you want to do next, Marissa? It's like, all right, let's go to this rest random restaurant. That we've never heard of before. But who's at this random restaurant? Luke. Of course, it's Luke and Julie. Because, okay, why did he insist that Julie meet him somewhere in public at a mall? Come on, Luke. <laughs> why didn't they go to their motel or her house or... Or his house. Anyway. Or his dad's car dealership. That'd be a great private place. You think he was just crazy like, look... We gotta make sure they can't find us. We'll go to this restaurant. The one place they'll never suspect. <laughs> a restaurant in the middle of the mall. Yeah. <laughs> so so they go there. And shockingly. Shockingly. They our heroes see Luke. Yep. Marissa runs off. Mm -hmm. Julie runs off. Luke is... Filled with sorrow. so sad. He's so sad. He's I, a sad, sad boy. In the, in the main titles, you get to see Luke, like, in the first episode, back when he, his haircut was, like... So floopy? Well, no, his haircut his haircut got floopier as oh, the series went on. It was on. like super center part, like very distinct bangs, um, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. His, his his first haircut was very more like '90s football star. Now he's going he's going a little more towards surfer dude. Yeah. The sadder he gets, the more floofy his hair. Floopy, not floofy. That's different. No, floopy. Floopy. The more floopy his hair gets. Poor sad little Luke. Poor sad little Luke. So. Guess what, guys? Ryan likes to change with the door to the pool house open and, and all, all the blinds the... up. <laughs> yeah. And then and then he teases Seth for walking in. <laughs> yeah. And like... <laughs> Ryan, everyone can see that. <laughs> You're changing in public. Sandy looked out the window and went, well, Ryan's changing with all the windows open. <laughs> Should we talk to him about privacy? <laughs> he keeps forgetting he lives in a glass house. <laughs> so they tease Seth about walking in on Ryan changing. Yeah. But, like, yeah, it's all Ryan's fault. Uh, Luke comes in, and in this entire episode, Luke is rocking some real five o'clock shadow. I didn't even know that he could grow any facial hair, he's, but he can. He's rocking some real I'm 27 <laughs> facial hair. <laughs> They're like, do you think you could look vaguely disheveled? He was like, sure. I just want to shave for 12 hours, and then... <laughs> yeah, I just won't shave today. Ha. <laughs> ah. I'm so hard. I'm an adult playing a teenager. So Luke, again, is just a sad, sweet little boy who has no friends. Yeah, because he's going, so he's going to move to Portland with, with his, his dad. dad. And all he wants to. the divorce to, is being finalized. Yep, and he just wants to get out of there because he has no friends. Everyone hates him and no one will talk to him. Yeah. but Which he, is really sad. Yeah. Like, he made a mistake, but let's, bra let's blame the predator. Yeah. Julie Cooper. Well, Marissa can't. Marissa's blaming everybody. Including Ryan. Including everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
But so Luke wants to say goodbye to Marissa and also to Julie, but that's always an undercurrent. Yeah, until it becomes an overcurrent. <laughs> until it becomes an overcurrent. But he's and like, so, I want to say goodbye to Marissa. Please, also, Ryan. <laughs> also, Julie. Please, Ryan, please. Maybe you can help with Julie, too. Yeah, look, man, look, I, I, I really want to say goodbye to Marissa, but also maybe Julie. <laughs> and Ryan's like, I can't help you with either of those. I double can't help you with Julie. <laughs> I really don't want to do this, but I guess I'm going to give it the barest minimum of effort. Because I'm the hero of the show. Thanks, Luke. Meanwhile, in the other plot line... The restaurant is opening tomorrow! Yeah! And Sandy is anticipating the worst, because he's genre-aware. Genre yeah, he's also... I mean, Sandy's always had the the weird thing of being both a pessimist and an optimist at the exact same time. Yeah, yeah. 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 For an optimist, he's very pessimistic. So he's, like, checking the newspaper to see if there's going to be weather events. <laughs> World and... War Three. Yep. Yeah. But then Jimmy comes in, and him and Sandy have a... An... <laughs> A secret handshake. A dumb, dumb secret handshake. Yeah, they handshake. have to be very focused on. Yeah, there's a lot of steps. Yeah, they're like, um, oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. And then they finish and they're like, ah, oh, like they're happy they did it. <laughs> and Kristen's like, you are grown men. I don't think they ever fully did that secret handshake. <laughs> they've never completed they've it ne before. They've never done it correctly in one go. <laughs> Which is a good thing they did in front of Kirsten. Exactly. To impress her. Yep. They did not impress her. No. What also does not impress anyone is the, the liquor board is taking away their license. Which I Ren what did okay. they say? Reginning? Um, they did say because they gave them a temporary license and now yeah. they're rescinding it. Okay, yes, yeah, so they're rescinding it. Yeah, which, I swear they used some, some other word like reneging or something. Uh, yeah, rene reneging. reneging, reneging on a deal. Yeah, yeah. Which okay, we I'm gonna spoil it because. <laughs> Do you want to talk about this dumb license thing? Yeah. So. When, or should we wait, save it for the moment where we reveal it? Sure, let's save it for the moment because it's dumb, and mm. I don't think that's how the law works. Yeah, we'll talk about law later. <laughs> we often talk about law on this podcast. Well, sometimes we bring up something and go, wait, no, no, no. Let's talk about it later. <laughs> and sometimes I cut it out. This one I don't think I will. Great. <laughs> so so um, Haley comes in, and she's like, is this a good dress, or does it put the hoe in hostess? And I'm, it's not a slutty dress. It's, it's not. It's, it's, it's the same dress that every girl on the show always wears, except yes. that it's black. <laughs> And red a little and red. bit. Um, but no, apparently she's going to be a waitress yeah, hostess Yeah, hostess. Because she also makes waitress jokes. I don't know. Well, she needs a job. Yep. And she flirts with Jimmy. Yeah. The, Cute. Yeah. So Jimmy and Haley, somehow Haley has absorbed some of Jimmy's lack of chill. And they're just like mumbling at each other. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's no. like, well, I, I don't know. Haley, I think your dress looks really good today. But but Jimmy, do you think I can wear it to work? No, I think you can wear it to work. I think it's very nice today. But But... Jimmy, do you think Sandy thinks I can wear it to work? I don't think I don't think Sandy would mind. I think it's just a very nice dress for you to wear to work today. <laughs> but Jimmy, do you think Christian thinks I can wear it to work? And Christian like, and Sandy are care. watching this, and they're like, "What is what happening?" Is happening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Marissa is a terrible, terrible friend to Summer. Yeah. All Summer wants is to hang out with Marissa, which is all Summer ever wants. Yeah. Marissa's like, no. My emotions. I have to see Ryan. My emotions. And Summer's like, we could do all these fun things. And she's like, but my emotions. Shut up, Marissa. But then Summer says something that we, we've we all been thinking. You have a room? Yeah, Marissa left her cell phone in her room. Yeah, which her room is a mess. It's just boxes. Which it, Does it even have a bed? No. Which, what did she leave at... Julie's. Julie's. I told you, her sweater. Just one sweater. One sweater. <laughs> she needed to get. Her favorite sweater. Very important that she had that sweater. <sighs> yeah, it's... <laughs> so, Summer 
says what we all know, that she has no home. Yeah. So she's going to stay at Marissa's house to watch TV. Yeah. But it's not to watch TV, guys. Mm, yes, Summer turns around and looks at the room with an interested eye. <laughs> I mean, this is not a shocking plot. Yeah, no, Summer's going to clean up the room. She's going to clean up the room. She's going to clean up the room. Yeah. And then Marissa and Ryan are on a date. Yeah, like, during the beginning part when we saw the movie, she kept on touching him. Yeah. <laughs> Which is... Uh, I wish we hadn't taken a break watching the show when we did, because I thought they weren't chill, but suddenly, like, this is, she's eating a weird marshmallow well, on a well, stick Once again, thing. Goodbye Girl was when Teresa left, which is when Teresa and Ryan broke up. And was the Goodbye Girl... The episode after that was the Nana. No, the episode after Goodbye Girl was the L.A. Oh, right, the L.A. And that was when Marissa didn't want to hang out with Ryan and wasn't going to go to L.A. If yeah, was that's when they go. were super awkward about L.A., and, now, and then she went back, and she found now Luke there. and... Well, I guess they were kind of cool at the end of the L.A. Oh, yes, she which is why to... she was at the pool house. Yeah. Anyway, they talk about her situation. Yeah. And then they kiss. In in a very weird way. Ryan is trying, sort of, to be like, maybe you should talk to Luke. <laughs> yeah. He, once again, he gives it the barest minimum of effort. He's like, hey, you know, Luke is, Luke is pretty sad. And she's like, I don't care. And he's like, all right, you okay. want to kiss? And they do. And they do, and the camera pans away. Meanwhile, Summer is bullying Seth into helping fix up Marissa's room yeah. by questioning his manliness. Yeah. Yeah, you wuss. Why don't you clean this room with me, you wuss? And she, he's like, oh, I don't know how to have a hammer. Men know how to clean rooms. What? Are you someone who's seen Ryan change? I don't understand that non sequitur, but let's not talk about no, it. No, I think she's very much aware that Ryan changes in front of like, everyone. Has like, seen Ryan change? Yeah, she's like, I've seen Ryan change. He does it. He does it just randomly throughout the day. But I know this is going to freak you out, <laughs> so I'm going to bully my boyfriend. <laughs> All right, so this All is right. when we get the reveal of whatever's going on with the liquor store. So this guy named Steve Pizer has become the commissioner. I think he was of the retired, board. and yes, now he's and now back. he's come back to work. And the reason he had to come back to work is because Jimmy Cooper lost a quarter of a million dollars of his money. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's... Refusing to sign off on the paper as long as Jimmy is associated with the restaurant. Which seems like Illegal. A con- that seems like a conflict of interest. Yeah, I That's feel... That's a personal reason. Yep. Yep. Because no one, like, no one gives them a made-up legitimate reason. Yeah, no, no, no one's like... Like, even if he's like, well, he doesn't want to give it to a criminal. Yeah. Which which wouldn't be... Which is still not legal. Still not, there are so few reasons to, like, not give someone a liquor license. Yeah. They and, applied in plenty of time. Because yeah. that's the number one reason that you don't get it, is you didn't apply in time. Yeah. Or, or because, like, you have a history of giving underage people... Yeah. Of being bad with liquor. Or if... Because I've applied for many a liquor license in my day. Yeah. Um, if you've been caught not having a liquor license in the past and selling alcohol, yeah. then you will not get, you one, can't in get one in the future. Which is a little weird. Yeah, but but still, um, but but just the commissioner not liking you is not a reason. It's not a reason. Like, the number one reason businesses don't get it is they don't apply in time, or they don't fill out like the dimensions or the capacity properly. Yeah, and there's no way that Sandy Cohen is filling in a form wrong. Absolutely. So, so this this is like highly illegal. Yeah, and this is a super big plot line for this entire episode. And I don't understand why Sandy can just be like, "I'm a lawyer. <laughs> if you're going to do illegal stuff, we're going to sue you." Yeah. This is this does not. If anybody out there know, I 
I cannot imagine that the liquor board runs like a, like some guy's house. <laughs> runs like house. a high school popularity contest. <laughs> I don't like you, so you don't get a liquor license. That's not how anything works. <laughs> That's really not how it works. Especially when they're a... Aren't they a governmental board? Yeah, yes. Yeah. That would be like the police being like, nah, I don't like you. <laughs> I mean, uh... well, no, but once again, that is still illegal. That's true. Whether or not someone does it as a group does not make it less illegal. This would actually be better if Sandy did try to pursue legal channels and other legal entities were like, no, we don't like Jimmy Cooper. We're not helping you. And Sandy was like, oh, I'm stonewalled at every turn. <laughs> oh, the government is against him. Yes. <laughs> but instead, it's just one guy being like, my quarter of a million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't like him, so I'm going to ruin his life. I'm going to stop business from coming into Newport, which we desperately need. <laughs> <laughs> so this is dumb, and this is a main plot line. And we hate it. Yeah. So um, now Marissa and Ryan are back at Jimmy's house. Yeah. And Summer and Seth aren't there. The timelines on this episode are weird. Well, I think... Well, Summer and Seth went to go buy they stuff. Went, they went to go to the hardware store. But they don't walk in during this. No. 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 The geography is weird. Yeah. So they're making out. Yeah, they're doing the kiss and stuff. And the doorbell rings. And it's not Summer. <laughs> and it's not Jimmy, as Ryan said. Because <laughs> Jimmy rings the doorbell to his own house. Is this anything I learned? No one rings the doorbell <laughs> to this house. <laughs> Except for Caleb. Yeah, Caleb's come to the Cooper house. Because I guess Caleb and Julie have been dating? Well, remember when Luke was like, Julie, we can't do this anymore. She turned around and just called Caleb. Yeah, so they've been on two dates. I don't know how long it's been between this and that <laughs> moment. Because that moment happened in um, the L.A. Yes, that's yeah, right. It's the end of the L.A. We know that the Nana happened right after that. And the Nana took place over one day. One day. So this is not that. Unless if this is supposed to be weeks later. Maybe. Maybe. It could be. That's the thing. It could we don't be know. months later. We don't, we don't know. know. We but, know that the Nana took place at East Passover. Yeah. Maybe this is the end of the year. Maybe this is the end of the school year. Maybe it's been like two months. <laughs> Maybe it's been three years. Oh, my God. He's been dead for 20 years. <laughs> anyway. Caleb, you can't marry Julie. She's been dead for 20 years. But I went on a date with her last night. <laughs> I have her sweater. She was buried in that sweater. <laughs> sweater disappears in his hands, crumbles to ash. <laughs> That's <Okay>. what happens <laughs> in what, this scene. What actually happens is Caleb informs Marissa that he's going to propose to Julie. He yeah. does not ask for her blessing. No. Because <laughs> she does not give it. It's almost like he's just taunting her. Hey, just so you know, I'm going to marry your mom. I'm telling you first. Because I want you to think I respect you. She's a great person. And I believe Marissa, in fact, says, she is? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Marissa's really anti, uh... She's like, she doesn't deserve to marry a powerful man. No, my, no, actually, it turns out that if my mom marries Caleb, she'll be the most powerful person in Newport. And I'm like, she's doing her like a supervillain, <laughs> which only the OC does. It's true. Do you have Ryan's reaction is like, oh, no, she can't be the most powerful person. <laughs> Maybe you should tell Caleb the truth. Dun, dun, dun. Thanks, the OC. That's a good plot. <laughs> now he's fighting only through truth, not through fighting. Then after Ryan spent the entire day um, kissing Marissa, 
he goes and says, Luke, Luke, I can't do it. Look, she doesn't want to talk to you. I tried. And Luke's like, <laughs> but I love Julie. Look, look, I tried really hard, and then I kissed her. And look, I just, I'm not going back into that, that thing again. But I love Julie, and I loved Marissa. <laughs> Don't bring that up right now. <laughs> but I love them, Ryan. Stop. And I can't write them a letter. That would be an insane thing to do. <laughs> As you know, when we write letters in the OC, we get pushed into pools, and then we can't read the letters. Yeah, it's true. Letters get ruined. It's true. Letters get ruined. <laughs> <laughs> but and sad Luke. But sad Luke's like I. I did love her, or I do, or I did. Sad Luke doesn't know what love is. Sad Luke is going off the rails here. Oh yeah, no, he's the rails are like. And they're on the other side of the room. You can start to see, you can start to see it in this scene. Yep. So somehow Summer keeps getting into Marissa's house. Yeah, she has a very long-term plan. So they're back in the house. They've, like, delivered some stuff. There's ladders and there's, like, yeah. tools. And, and they're going to go to the opening and be there for ten minutes and then sneak out and come back and do the ha- I don't know. How hard. It's so hard. They're They're... They're doing a, f- they're not just reorganizing, they're doing a full-on... Reno. Like, reno in her room. This is like trading places. Except Remember for that she- TV show? Except for she doesn't know. <laughs> She's not traded a space. <laughs> yeah, she has no idea. There's so many things that have to happen in this episode for this, like, their series of things to work. And not have Marissa just be like, I'm gonna go back to my home. Well, it's a good thing. They're just really capitalizing on all the Luke distraction. <laughs> Luke... But um, Summer is immediately distracted by a yearbook. And, Seth and Seth's act- loneliness. So Seth, though, it starts out very, very dumb, and they take it to a good place. But yeah. Seth acts like he, like, Summer transferred to the school and didn't know that he had a nerdy past. <laughs> well, I mean, Summer doesn't remember, doesn't... But Summer has her own yearbook. Yeah. Like, she is fully capable of gaining this information. Well, but I think she doesn't really... It, it, it seems like she saw the yearbook and was like, ooh, yearbooks. Like, no one ever, I think, takes a moment to be like, I'm going to go look at my yearbook right now. They see it and go, I'm going to look at that right now. Mm-hmm. So maybe hers was just off somewhere. Because she just found yeah. um, Marissa's in a... In a box. Anyway, it goes to a very good place where Seth's, like, where she's like, oh, I didn't know you were in all these clubs. And Seth thinks they're well, already clubs. The only like, per- he was the only person in those clubs. Yeah. Sailing like, club, comic book club, film preservation society. And he's like, well, you would have had to talk to me. Yeah. And, like, it, it's very sweet because it speaks back to who Seth used to be at the beginning of the yeah. show. Yeah. Um, they also find Luke's in signature in the yearbook, which yeah. is like, Marissa, I love you. This summer will be rad. Well, I mean, it's getting toward the end of the, uh, the, of the, year. S- the season. So I think it's, re- it's reaching the point where... They're like, they're like, wow. Look at how it was in episode one. And look at how it is now. Oh, man. <sighs> so back at the Cohen house... Sandy is very sad because of the liquor license thing. Because of the stupid illegal list liquor license thing. Because he's been banging his head against a wall trying to fix it. And he can't <laughs> tell his friend, but yeah. he has to kick his friend out of the business. Yeah, he's tried to call in all the favors he could, but apparently it no. It doesn't work. They didn't show us these scenes yeah. because it would be so flimsy. Yeah. Apparently this man is untouchable. <laughs> is, I'm shaking my head and rolling my eyes. Yeah, there's, I don't even have words for there's it. There's so much wrong about this very important plot point they could have done something so much better i I, they could have done something that that makes logical sense they could have had them fail their health inspection because that is personal yep that can be personal and um you can't prove it right like if you know it's um it's subjective yeah exactly whereas the liquor license is not subjective you just tick tick the boxes yeah yeah (laughs) 
Anyway. I don't believe you deserve a liquor license. <laughs> That's what. I get one of those per year, and I'm using it on you. <laughs> I get one veto a year, and I'm using it on you. <laughs> why do we have, why does he have that? It's in his contract. Every commissioner gets it. He negotiated it. One, <laughs> I want one veto every, no questions asked. I just get to say no. <laughs> I get to say no to one person. Last <laughs> oh. time I used it on that bike club. This year, you. <laughs> <laughs> so Kirsten is sad for her sad husband. And suggests that they do the only thing she can ever suggest. Caleb. Yep. Ask her dad. <laughs> do, do always ask Caleb. Th- that's her go-to in I, any I, situation. No, wait. No, I did that wrong. It'd be Caleb Ex Machina. Caleb. <laughs> yes. He does kind of act like a Caleb Ex Machina in this. Caleb of the machine. Uh, so the party begins, and we start off by seeing Luke. Well, yes, he's outside. He's drinking. <laughs> he drinks and drives to... Like, he drinks and drives. While he's driving. While he's driving. Drink while driving. Uh, I was more shocked by the fact that the party was a buffet. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on either. And they're serving drinks because the restaurant's not actually open. It's a private event. <laughs> no liquor license needed, I guess. Yeah. Well, no, no, they have their liquor license now. Oh, yeah. They lose it tomorrow. They lose, yeah, because they have their temporary one, but they don't get the one for... The opening. The opening, right. which is why they could do it tonight. Right. So everyone's getting drunk tonight. So Seth is weird. Well, he has... He's always weird. Yeah. Him and Summer need to sneak out. And, well, here's the thing, Aaron. Since he's always weird, Ryan and Marissa don't question it. Marissa does say, he's getting weirder. And Ryan's like, "Mm." (laughs) I mean... Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Then they... This is like... This is actually a pretty clever scene because it's like all these people just walking past other people. So it's, Marissa, it's a pretty cool one yeah. shot, yeah. Marissa and Ryan walk past Julie. She's very cold to Julie, but Julie tells Caleb that that's actually the nicest Marissa's been. No. In weeks. Well, it's the only thing she, she said, said to her. Said to her, that's right. Yeah. Caleb thinks he can help. <laughs> which at the time... Caleb's super confident this entire episode. You know, until I wrote Caleb thinks he can help, I was like, how can Caleb help? And then I read what I wrote and I was like, oh... He does help. We'll get to that. <laughs> well. I kind of forgot that he said well, he was going to help. 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 Yeah. Um, so Kirsten figures out the Haley and Jimmy thing. Well, she, she starts she to starts really to, suspect yeah. it. Well, because Haley's looking at Jimmy and being like, look at Jimmy. <laughs> He's so happy. Kirsten says, Haley, any romantic interest for you? And she goes, no. Look at Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> and Kirsten's like, well. <laughs> In completely unrelated things. Look at Jimmy. And then she looks at him and, like, goes doughy-eyed. And he looks at her and does a little wave. And then Kirsten presses her lips together and She's is like, like I better be wrong about this. I'm going to get so drunk tonight. So drunk. And how drunk does she need to get? Super drunk. Because drunk Luke stumbles in. Ryan's like, ooh. Well, so yeah, so Caleb starts his proposal. Yeah, drunk Luke stumbles in. In the background. Ryan's like, <laughs> Ryan's like no, no. Caleb does the proposal. Yeah. Luke's heart shatters into a million pieces. There's a lot of people whose hearts shatter at this moment. Yeah. <laughs> you see, even Haley's like, what? What? I was like, but I'm dating Jimmy, and my dad is marrying Jimmy's ex-wife. <laughs> and, Kurt, and then Kirsten's like shocked. Sandy is, and everybody's like, everyone's what? heart. <laughs> and Julie's like, oh my god, of course, Caleb pants. Ooh. We, remember when we broke up because I thought you couldn't commit? You did it. You did it. You did the thing. And then Marissa just, okay, not quite yet. Yeah. So Luke stumbles out and he's <laughs> like, my heart, my heart. 
<laughs> I don't know why, but Luke's entire thing is I'm I'm kind of happy that this episode didn't take the obvious route and make Luke make a scene. Instead, he walks in like ah, then turns around and leaves as Ryan's like, "Go leave." Yeah, but then Ryan's like, "Wait a second, you're driving? No, <laughs> no give no. me your keys." <laughs> but then Luke like sprints to his truck, <laughs> and Ryan's like, "Well, running's not one of my super Ryan skills." Ryan has this great look on his face, just like I, I don't want any of this. But Luke drives away. He, he thinks back to Chino in that moment. He's like, "What?" Like, how am I? Why am I saying it's easier in Chino? Oh, oh no, oh no, oh no. So, Aaron, yeah, Kevin, what are you drinking tonight? Well, tonight I am drinking a skinny cinnamon dolce latte from Starbucks, and let me tell you, (laughs) this was. A production to get. I was like half an hour later getting to Kevin's house than I planned. Because I like ordered it on my phone, which I do, because then yeah. you don't have to talk to people. You like pay on your phone, then you walk in, you grab it, and then you leave. Because you don't Very have good. to talk to people, yeah. You don't have to talk to people. But then I arrived at the Starbucks in Douglasdale. And I don't know what's going on, but it was just the it was hopping. There was literally no parking spots. <laughs> I like circled the parking lot three times, and then I had to like Wait for a car to leave the McDonald's. <laughs> so you could get a parking spot there. At the McDonald's and go all the way over to the Starbucks. Like, what was going on? Why was it so busy? I don't know. It was like 1 p.m. That's not. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a you know, it's a popular time for Starbucks. For Starbucks. It was so busy. And if I hadn't already pre-ordered it, I would have just given up. <laughs> but I knew it was there. That's also a good thing about me. pre-ordering is you can, you can commit. Yeah. Like, I'm committed. I'm getting this. I'm getting this latte. This is what I'm having. It is mine. And you got it. I got it. It's not as good as I wanted. No. <sighs> Should have gotten whipped cream. Yeah. Yeah. Got a little milk fats into me. Yeah. They're good for you. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's good. Yeah. But it's not. Not as good as it could have been. It was not worth the hassle. <laughs> and then I went to the Starbucks and I was like not that busy in here there were like four people sitting at the tables and i was like what is going on oh, so wait was the, the I don't parking know. lot was busy the parking lot was crazy oh i thought you meant the starbucks is crazy no i don't know i don't know what in that area would make the parking lot go crazy yeah i don't know where those people it's not were. a shopping mall for anybody who's there. it's not a shopping mall not it's, a shopping mall it's a bunch of restaurants essentially but like not even sit down restaurants no. there's like a vietnamese pickup place yeah. there's like a pizza yeah. olive garden there's, there's like a subway yeah there's yeah there's a mcdonald's there's a dairy queen there's a bank yeah there's a closed grocery store <laughs> all right it's closed yeah yeah i don't know Ugh. Anyway, do you want some skinny cinnamon dolce latte? I was going to say no. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really play it up very yeah, well. Let's not, share the, let's not share your latte. That's fine. Share my sorrow. Yeah. I'm like Luke. I'm so sad. And I'm drinking. Yeah. Speaking of Luke, Ryan has to go be a hero again. Yeah. So Marissa comes out and she's like, good, Luke left. And Ryan's like, oh, I need your keys. And then Marissa's like, no, if you go after him, that means what he did is okay. And Ryan's like, dude. <laughs> He's drunk driving. I, I, I gotta even, stop him. Even if this wasn't like, you know, a personal friend thing. He's definitely in a bad place. Because Ryan's like, I'm trying not to pick sides. And she's like, you have to pick sides. You have to pick my side. And Ryan's like, I don't though. <laughs> I'm starting to regret that I kissed you. Ugh. Ugh. So once he says that Luke's drunk, then Marissa's like, oh, we have to go. Okay. 
So meanwhile, back at the party, Kirsten's getting real champagne drunk. Yeah, she's she's having a night. She is so upset. (laughs) She drinks the entire bottle and Sandy's like, okay, none for Sandy. And then she's like, my dad, he's marrying Julie. This is, (laughs) she is going to be my stepmother. And Sandy's like, yeah, we need another bottle. <laughs> then Jimmy wants some. Yeah. No one's happy. It's, it's uh, I mean, Julie's happy. She got her emerald. <laughs> so pretentious. <sighs> so meanwhile, back at Marissa's house. Yeah, because that's still going on. Seth is a wrecking ball. He's put in a bunch of, like, nails that are just hanging in the wall now. Yeah, then he... <laughs> There's a full chunk, like a hand-sized chunk out of the wall. Because he somehow hits the nail so hard the wall explodes. Because you know what? I've hung a lot of pictures, and you don't need to find a stud to hang normal pictures. No, you don't. <laughs> if you're going to hang something heavy, then yeah, you want the support of the stud. Yeah, but somehow he... I, well, to her, she was hanging up, like, I think, like, she, shelf supports? Yeah, so maybe he was also supposed to be hanging up shelf supports? <laughs> I thought she just put him in a corner and was like, yeah, hang, hammer these into the wall. Then he makes a hole in the wall and she's like, okay, well, no more hammering for you. So he goes to paint, yeah. which he's also not good at. He's just, like, slapping blue paint on the wall. Well, yes. He, I thought he was going to paint the wall. No, he says, I'm going to paint. And then he puts, like, blue stuff on the wall. And I thought, like, oh, he made him a mistake. Se- nope, we're cutting away. Apparently that's what he was supposed to do. But the wall is not blue when we see the room eventually. There are no blue walls. Well, we'll see. <laughs> so... Luke is having one hell of a night. So I thought he was hanging out on an overpass, but it turns out he's at the park. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, whatever park that is. Sitting on the roof, sitting on the, uh, not the roof, sitting on the hood of his trunk. Truck. Truck. Yes. Hood of his truck with the door open, drinking more of his beers. Listen to music and slamming beers into the ground. He's listening to night moves. I mean, yes. Which is hilarious. <laughs> Look, it just was on the radio. And then he gets a call from, first he thinks it's Marissa. It's actually Ryan using Marissa's phone. And Ryan's he, like... Just... He has a cell phone sometimes. Yes, but not always. Not always. So Ryan's just like, just tell me where you are. And he's like, I'm in the park, listening to music, having some brews. You know as how you, you do. do. And Ryan's like, but you don't. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he's... Luke does not want to, uh, like... He does not want Ryan to come find him. Yeah. yeah. So he hangs up and then he calls Julie Cooper and gets her voicemail. And he leaves her a drunk dial voicemail that's like, I'm coming to you. I'm coming. <laughs> I just like it. When he gets in the car, he goes, You owe me a goodbye. <laughs> and it's just so like teenage pouty. You know what, Julie? This is your fault. You slept with a 17-year-old. You need to deal with the repercussions of your actions. You can't just ignore him. Yeah, he is. He, he can't is, control his emotions. He has dumb, bad feelings, and it's your fault. Yep. You need to validate his feelings. You owe me a goodbye. <laughs> so off he drives into the night. Uh, so uh, they're back at the Cohen house? Yeah, and Caleb and Sandy have a conversation where Caleb's like, I don't know if I can help you. Didn't Caleb invest in the yeah. restaurant? Yeah. So doesn't he also need Yeah, he has a stake in this restaurant. <sighs> and then Sandy's like, but you owe me because I got stupid Uncle Tommy out. Remember that guy? That terrible man you have beat up people? And then Caleb was like, I don't want you to owe me. I want to lord it over you. And Sandy's like, what? Why are you being so evil tonight? And he's like, so are you helping me or not? And Caleb's just like, hey, 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 and wanders off into the night. <laughs> 
Wheel's gonna see. <laughs> that's not exactly what happened. Wheel's gonna but... see Kirsten being champagne hung. It's like later that night, and she's already hung over. <laughs> she tried to lay down to go to bed, and the room started spinning. <laughs> <laughs> learned, um, that, learned that Luke never made it to the party. No, he super crashed. Yeah, because and... Ryan and Marissa come upon his accident. They blocked scene. off the entire road. Mm-hmm. Like it, and then they got out of their cars. Luckily, he's in a single car accident. So yes, he, he they say he wrapped it around. It, but there, there's it's pretty harsh. There's a, a shot of the front windshield, mm-hmm. and there's just like a head mark with blood. I'm so sure. He, so he just went. He did not go. He did not get ejected, but he bounced off that that windshield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's and so, and yeah. So he's he's got to go over to the hospital. So they follow him to the hospital. Yep. And, and they also call Summer and Seth because why not? Because <laughs> they're not doing anything. And Marissa is convinced it's her fault because who would Marissa be if not co-opting <laughs> other people's tragedies? Well, she. Um, it's she, not entirely she, not her fault. But she doesn't think it's her fault for the reasons that we think it's her fault. Yeah. She thinks it's her fault because when she saw him at the party, she wanted something bad to happen to him. Oh, all oh, right, because she thinks he's magic. <laughs> and then Ryan just kind of mumbled, it's not your fault. Look, he's going through some stuff. Also, Julie's really bad. So. <sighs> oh, we gotta, we gotta see Luke's dad. Yeah. Yeah, Luke's dad's hanging out. Is that the same Luke's dad? I don't know. I don't remember. We never seen, I don't remember seeing, ever seeing him in close-up in that episode. We saw him in close-up. Yeah, but I don't remember it. Oh. <laughs> that was a while ago, Yeah, too. I know. Because remember, he, like, ago. came in and he, like, wrestled with the boys. Yeah. And, I don't know. Yeah. It was a long time ago. Yeah, then he has the very chase kiss with the man. So he comes out and he's like, hey, guys, he's out of surgery. Like, he's kind of smiling. He's like, you know, he's not good. He's sleeping, but we're, we're out of the dark. We're going to yeah. be okay. Yeah. You kids should go home. And, and Summer and Seth are like, we gotta finish the project. <laughs> He's not done yet. So they run off. Yeah. And Marissa's like, okay, let's go. And Ryan's like, no. I'm I gotta st- stay. I bet he's used to staying in hospitals. <laughs> and then Marissa's like, oh, guess I have to stay too. Because I- I'm your ride. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. <laughs> then I guess I'll stay too. All right. <laughs> oh, if okay. she left, what would have happened with Seth and Summer? No, Marissa, stay downstairs. <laughs> We're, um... Marissa sex. doesn't sleep upstairs. Marissa sleeps on the couch, remember? Oh, yeah, she does. <laughs> Maybe, well, that's because her room's a mess. Right. That's true. There's, she did not have a bed in that room. No. No. So they, she wouldn't know. She would think there's weird noises happening so in her sleep, house. She just sleeps. Yeah, when the contractors all come in and they start, like, <laughs> rewiring the room. Uh, I don't know. My dad does weird things. So, yeah, so this is the morning now, and we mm-hmm. get... It was morning in the last scene as yeah. well. But we get uh, them talking a little bit about the... By them, I mean the Coens. Talking about the fallout mm-hmm. from... They mentioned that, like... Jimmy mentions that, oh, apparently he's been drinking, so that's not good for a liquor license. He never even went to the... like. I think he's just... I don't think he was saying it's not good for the liquor license. I think uh, he was saying, maybe we shouldn't serve drinks, because they make teenagers drink and drive. <laughs> like, I think he's trying to okay. be Mr. Brightside. <laughs> It's not working, but... No, it's very, it's very very bad. And so he tries to be like, Sandy, you just relax. I'm going to go deal with stuff. And Sandy finally has to reveal yeah. why they're not getting the liquor license. But he makes it very, very, very clear to Jimmy. He's like, I'm, it was never an option to yeah. get rid of you. Yeah. That was never an option. Because Jimmy was ready to pull a Jimmy and be like, oh, you know, I'll just go back into my corner. It's fine. I'll, I'll just go succeed. sleep somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> So maybe Caleb's helping. We'll see. Yeah. Um, Julie is so excited about her wedding. She's just going on and on and on. And then she's like, Kiki, why aren't you excited? 
Kirsten <laughs> is too hungover to be excited. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then uh, I think it's Seth. Yeah, Seth's yeah. at the house. Wait, why is he at, why is he at the Cohen house? Why is he at the Cohen house? Oh, they're done. Yeah, they're okay. done the project. All right, all right, of course. So, so he gets home after being awake for like... 48 right? hours. Yeah, so long. Um, <laughs> and uh, he tells um, uh, Julie that Luke's in the hospital. And Julie's like, why? Yeah, did Julie not check her voicemails? Nope. Too excited. It doesn't come or up. She, or she didn't care. She was like, oh, that Luke and his emotions. Oh, uh, Luke. Delete. Press seven to oh, delete. she blocked him, remember? Oh, but he left a voicemail. Can you do that? If you're blocked, did you he leave actually a leave a voicemail, or did he just <laughs> you're just shouting into the dial tone? <laughs> you owe me a goodbye. I think if you're blocked, you can leave a voicemail, beep, but they beep, won't get beep, it. Beep. Let's stop doing that. Beep, so anyway, beep. yeah, Julie had no idea that she caused a teenager to drunk yeah. drive his car into and, a pole, and he tries to blame it on uh, Luke's gay dad. I'm like, don't blame that on Luke's gay dad. Luke's gay dad's a saint. Exactly. She's like, well, it must be really hard for him. Having the hatred of all the people of town. And I'm like, yeah, Julie. And then, yeah, Seth looks at her and goes, yeah, that must be it. And then walks away backwards, <laughs> staring at her. Julie's like, oh. I, I forgot that Seth knows about it. Because it's, <laughs> it's just not a big thing. Like, Oh, yeah. It's but just Julie a little... remembers that Seth. Oh, we, yeah. Yeah. But Julie's like, because uh, cause he was in the room. Yep, when the, when Luke said they know. And she said, quiet. Luke. <laughs> they might forget. <laughs> Seth does not forget. Seth forgets nothing. Uh, so um, Caleb and Jimmy and Sandy have a little business meeting where Caleb reveals that even he can't pull the strings. No. But I don't think Caleb tried to pull any strings. I think he just developed an evil plot. Yeah, because he's like, yes, but someone else's misfortune is someone else's fortune. And when something goes bad for someone else, something goes good for another person. And then he just does like the most evil... <laughs> monologue about how hey this is terrible for you but guess who it's good for me so uh then he smiles point, at them this point we know caleb's gonna buy them out i right. just knew that caleb had an evil plan i'm like what's, is he gonna murder someone his evil plan is pretty dumb by the way yeah i'm really not sure what the end game is well we kind of see what the end game is a little bit so um Meanwhile, back at the hospital, Marissa learns that other people have feelings, too. Yeah. And I learned that the makeup department on this show is awesome. I Luke know. Luke is rough. Yeah. I was going to say, Luke looks great, but, like, terrible. Yeah. he Yeah, he looks great. Luke's injuries look great. Mm-hmm. Like, from seeing things in Riverdale where some people get in, injured and they're kind of, like, a little bit quaffed, <laughs> um, Luke looks like he went head first into a and and because he does leave at the end of this episode yeah we don't see the recovery thing but i bet they would make him just look yeah just look rough <sighs> yeah uh he apologizes she forgives him mm-hmm. marissa learns that sometimes other people have sadness well, and her <laughs> throwing of snit yeah. bit yeah snit i said yeah. um indirectly lead to this yeah and she feels badly about that <laughs> and ryan's in the background like i probably shouldn't have kissed her i probably should have tried harder about like oh. getting her to talk to luke oh man oh man my fault and then oh, he, beans. he and luke have just an amazing moment because we should never forget that ryan is luke's best friend and in this moment <laughs> luke is ryan's, luke is best, ryan's friend. best friend 
they talk about how Luke's going to go to a new school and maybe he'll steal the girlfriend of the kid of the the uh, kid who's the head of the football team. Well, let's be clear. He's going to Portland, which means he's going to steal the best baristas girlfriend, though they don't call it that because they don't want to have labels. Exactly. And then he like smirks and he's like, welcome to Portland, bitch. I'm like, oh, uh, Luke, you have so much self-awareness. You've yeah. grown so much, my sweet, sweet boy. And then like, it's just a small baby. He's like, I'll send you an email. I'll let you know how things are going. Maybe I'll come Go visit, visit sometime. And you, you know that he did. He yeah. sent Ryan email. Dear Ryan, I'm in Portland now. I met a girl. <laughs> I'm really enjoying it. I got a toque. <laughs> it goes off the back of my head. I've got, I've gotten really into flannel. And skinny jeans. Did you know that skinny jeans are a thing? I didn't. They're kind of uncomfortable, <laughs> but they show off my butt real good. I like them. I like these skinny jeans, and now I'm really into a, a brand of music called ska folk pop. <laughs> ska folk punk. <laughs> so I'm having a good time. How's it going over there? Drama. It's just all drama. It's it's bad. Aliens have come down. The places are just burning to the ground. <laughs> There's fires everywhere. Oh, I'm going to a bonfire. That'll be pretty fun. Let me know if you want to come visit. Love, your best friend, Luke. <laughs> I'm going by Lucas now. Uh, uh, so Marissa, as they leave, she, once again, she's taking her mom like a supervillain. Yeah, she's like, it's not fair. She did this to Luke and she gets everything she wants. She must be stopped. <laughs> and Ryan's like, yeah, whatever. What do you want to do? You want me to drive you home? You want me to drive you to Caleb's? I will, no, you'll drive you to Caleb's. I'll wait in the but car. he does say, do you want me to take you home? And I'm like, where are you? No, who, Mar- who's taking someone anywhere? No, Marissa will take her. Marissa will take you home. And then she'll, she'll go to her house. Home. Anyway, she storms over to Caleb's to and be like. Once again, I assume Ryan's sitting in the car waiting. Yeah. And she's like, do you know? Do you know what kind of a person my mother is? And at this point, Caleb says that he knows everything. And at that point, if I were Marissa, I'd go, oh, so she told you about about sleeping with the 18-year-old? Yeah, because Marissa just stops. And assumes that everything actually means everything. <laughs> yeah, well, here's here's the thing, crazy thing when everybody goes, no, I know everything. It's like, no, you know everything that you know. Yeah, you think you know everything, but there could be more things. <laughs> he could know nothing. <laughs> he could just be like, no, nah, trust me, I know everything about her. But Caleb outplays Marissa because she's 15 and dumb. <laughs> and he is a wily old supervillain. Yeah, so he's like... I'm going to buy the lighthouse, but if you want to make sure that I always buy the lighthouse, <laughs> then you should come live with me and your mother. All your mother wants is you back, and all I want is for her to be happy and to get rid of your father. I feel like this plan can be solved by Marissa being like, okay, and then he buys a lighthouse and she goes, bye! Yeah. Once, you, uh, you once the check is cashed, it's cashed. You can't, you can't put that genie back in the bottle. Once no. you buy a building, you can't be like, no, no, no. You take the building back now. <laughs> I changed my mind. Like, all she has to do is wait until the check clears, and then... <laughs> and then she bounces. Yeah. And, and if he throws a fit, she's like, why? Because you were blackmailing me to stay with you and my mom? Yeah, it's dumb. It's yeah. dumb. This is a bad plan, businessman. Who's... The problem is now Caleb is thinking with his heart and not his head, and his heart is not smart. But the problem is that Marissa also is not smart. It's true. <laughs> so she's she like, needed Ryan in the room to be like, Marissa, 
there's no way out of this. Well, once again, she should agree right now. Then as soon as the check clears, mm-hmm. be like, bye. And he's also like, you can't tell anyone. <laughs> Which, guess what? When you say you can't tell anyone, that's a real sure sign that teenagers going to tell everyone. <laughs> everyone but only the can. other teenagers. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, so, so if you couldn't get out there, Caleb's like, hey, you come with us and I'll buy the restaurant. And then Julie will be. He's doing it for Julie, really. He does yeah. not care about Marissa. No. No. Julie's happy with you around, <laughs> and I will make you love her. <laughs> Marissa's like, uh. So finally, Marissa goes home. <laughs> finally, she goes to that. And they've had enough, they being Seth and Summer, have had enough time to redo this room. It's Completely. A, yeah. So, so they keep making fun of Seth. He painted a mural on of the wall. Paris. Of Paris. It is so good. Yeah. It's crazy. And he's like, well, I know you like French stuff. Yeah, and, and he's like, I, I painted that. And they're all like, yeah, you did good. He did real good. It's amazing. He did that in one day. And yeah. there's the Eiffel Tower. And there's... So when he goes over, he just puts the, like... <laughs> the blue spot, on the, the blue wall. on the wall. That's him starting that painting. And you know what? I was like, there's no blue, but obviously that is a base coat so he can get the depth of color that well, he it's wants. Well, it's nighttime, so he yeah. has to first darken the wall. Like, he, this is astounding. <laughs> this is really, 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 really good. Really and good. They all laugh at him <laughs> like he's like he did nothing. He, it's a full wall mural. All summer. I mean, Summer did a good job, too. She made a very feng, feng shui yeah. and... But, Set it up nicely. But he painted a mural. Yeah, I mean, like, here's the thing. I could I could mount shelves. I mean, I have. I have yeah. mounted shelves. I've done all those things. I could not do a full wall painting of Paris from memory. Or In just, a day. Yeah. <laughs> In a day. <laughs> it's astounding. It's very good. It's really good. It's very good. Really good. And then they all sit together mm-hmm. underneath the sky of Paris. And she loves her room so much, and yes. she's so happy. And I was like... She loves her room so much, and she won't get to live there. <laughs> but she doesn't seem to realize that. Yeah. 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 So, Aaron. Yeah, Kevin. Throughout this episode, did you find yourself a CW moment? A CW moment. A moment where the drama overflows its bounds and sweeps all of the logic out of the River Thames. I was about to ask if you had that written down. No. Because. I know. I was looking for my CW moment. Isn't. Isn't. Ta- isn't. The yeah. It Times sure is London. In, it sure is. Doing the sign. The sign. Yep, sure did. Sane, the sign, right? Yes. Because if the you fall. The one that Javert jumps into. Yeah. And, and if you, and if you fall into it, then you're insane. Ha. <laughs> 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 my teacher told me that joke. <laughs> That's a real dad joke. That's a real dad joke. Um. Yes. So I have found a CW moment. I think my CW moment is that second scene between Ryan and Luke, where Ryan's like, well, I tried. Maybe she read her letter. And Luke's like, I can't. I can't write a letter. My feelings, my emotions. We have to talk in person. Because I think maybe we could have just not had that scene. Yeah. Like, maybe Ryan could have just never made it back to Luke. Yeah, and then when Luke comes in at the, uh, I mean, we had to have a scene where Luke figured out... No, but that was an open party. Let's yeah, be, it was let's an be open clear. Party. He would have figured out that that's where Bursa would be. Yeah. 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 The party of her dad's restaurant. Yeah. 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 So it just, it didn't contribute anything other than. that. And I think we would have gotten the sense that Luke's insanity was mounting also without it. <laughs> yeah. Because get... he was pretty sad through this entire episode. Yeah. Well, when we first see him, I think we get the idea that he's like. He's a man on the edge. Yeah. 
and he falls off the edge when both of the women storm out in that pre-credit scene. Yes. Yeah. So, Kevin, did you find a CW moment? Yes, I did. My CW moment that I decided was going to be when Ryan and Marissa get back together. Okay. So, we didn't get into it too much, but Ryan is sidewalking, talking with uh, Marissa. Because he does that. He turns toward her and walks sideways. <laughs> he does that whenever he talks to anybody and, and walks. He can't walk forward. No. Uh, but then he does a little bit of like, hey, maybe we should talk to Luke. And then he's just like, hey, you know what we haven't done in a while? And then he kisses her. And that's how they and get that's back it. together. And that's it. That, that, is, that, that is the Ross and Rachel loop of this pair is, hey, you know what we haven't done recently? Hey, you want to kiss? It says he said, you want to kiss and stuff? It's because Ryan is very aware that this is a TV show and it's good for the ratings if he kisses Marissa. Yeah, I just feel like there could have been any more, any more amount of effort. A in. little bit of a discussion? Instead, instead you, you know what also I feel like in this episode? They didn't even have to get really get back together. No. They could have still been in their weird friendship mm-hmm. together relationship in this episode. And it would have been fine. Yeah, because she still could have been like, hey, you're supposed to be on my side. Because he's her friend. Yeah. 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 <laughs> instead, they're like, no, now they're kissing and stuff. Kissing. Kissing and stuff. Blech. Blech. <laughs> well, All right. That was an episode? That was an episode. Did you like it? Uh, it wasn't bad. A lot of stuff happened in Lots it. Lots of stuff happened. Um, things progressed, which is good. I can see what... I think I can see what the the final few episode arc of this series will be. Yeah. I think it's going to be Caleb and Marissa. Yeah, I think so, too. Like that whole thing. Against each other. Yeah. Great force against... Marissa. Yeah. Well, it's gonna be the it's gonna be the wedding. Yeah. Of. Oh yeah. Yeah. Caleb There's no way that's gonna go into the second season. No. no. That, this is gonna be the season finale of that wedding. I think. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm gonna. I would ask you what you think is gonna happen, but you know. Well, you also know what's going to happen. Uh, sort of. I mean, I I know stuff from later seasons of. Yes. Yeah. Kind of. You know, I don't remember though. My seasons are all blending together, and I actually thought that um, what's her face? Um. Haley. No, I thought Anna was going to be in this episode because she on my DVD she was like well, in she was, the images. She was in Goodbye Girl. It was Goodbye Girl on this DVD. Yes, it was. Oh. Yeah. This one, this one had her, Teresa, and Caleb standing next to Kirsten with a big smile on her face, and Kirsten being like, "Ugh," <laughs> which is pretty much, uh, pretty difficult. Yeah. 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 Well, hey, if you like this, you should give us a rating, review, a subscription on Apple Podcasts. You can also hit us up on some social media. Conveniently, all called Podcast MOA. Podcast M-O-A. Yeah, you can tell your friends about the show. Tell them that we're doing the OC right now, but we'll be back to Riverdale soon. So soon. Whenever Riverdale comes back. Soon. So soon. If they're hopping right now, they'll get a special bonus week. We, yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah, I think that's how time's out. Think so too. Don't hold us to it, but we'll keep saying it. And then when it doesn't happen, we'll be like, "We never said that." <laughs> what? You're a liar. You have no <laughs> proof. No one knows. No one knows. No one knows. Will Marissa give in to Caleb? How will Kirsten handle Julie marrying Caleb? When will we get the spin-off of Luke in Portland, the PL? For answers to all this and more, join us next week on Mysteries, Outsiders, and Apps. A teen drama fan cast?